What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, July 3rd, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the rogue one at Gary Witta. Twitch.tv slash Gary Witta. That's right. You That's are right. officially a Twitch celebrity. Internet micro celebrity. There it is. It's all happening. Qualified for uh, uh, Twitch partner yesterday. Sure. Put in the application. Uh, they're reviewing it right now. I hope to uh, bring you uh, positive results very soon. Thank you. Well, I, I don't want you to get them because that'll be one step closer <laughs> to you leaving. You know what I mean? I worry enough about Andy leaving over no, here. No, I would never leave you, Greg. Of course. Thank you very much. Cut to... <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Win a Daily. That's right. <laughs> You're that's right. Doing your that's own right. show, competing. That's right. There was, you know, people were very, uh, and I don't go too far into this line of thinking. They were upset on Monday. They they were they were like, "Is there beef because you went live while Kinda Funny was live?" Whoa, oh, did I? Yeah. Very. But not now, games daily. No, 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 no. It was We Have Cool Friends, and it was also a two-hour-long episode of We Have Cool Friends. So like, it was fine. I never, not I never, I, I never thought about that. I usually, I usually go on in the uh, evening. Yeah, you, when, I you think know, it was like you, noon or something or something. But I'm not a threat to you. I'm like, the, I'm like a gnat. I'm buzzing what, around you, you know, like a gnat. You're, that's what IGN said about me. Minor irritation at best. Look at me. That's true. You know what I mean? We stole Fran. That's true. You know? <laughs> stole did. Jared Petty, and we fired him. That's how it is around here. <laughs> we'll take their their golden calves and slaughter them right here. I'm kind of funny. So yeah, it's been going well. I, and again, I got to thank you for letting me pimp the show uh, on the, uh, the channel on the show oh, yeah, last week. Let me up, tell right? you, it blew up. It's been yeah. popping off all week. Yeah. A lot of kind of funny best friends came Sounds over like to the channel at Twitch Twitch.tv slash Gary Witter. Yeah, uh, we've been doing all kinds of fun things. We added, we've got, uh, uh, we added lights. We've got a bubble machine, a bubble maker. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like a, it's like a and nonstop all you do party. Is still talk to everybody, right? That's and I just talk. I, I yeah. actually set up um, the ability to play games. Okay, so I'll be able to play games on the channel like a Twitch streamer, you sure. know, is, is is expected to. Yeah, but. Are we finally going to play World War Z together? I'd love to. Yeah. I can do that on the stream now. Yeah, yeah. But it's mostly me just talking about writing, giving out screenwriting advice and things like that, but also just just mouthing off, you know, just sure. talking to the chat. I really enjoyed it. At. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's been good. If you like Gary mouthing off, then ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you about Gary's book of Eli Watch Along. It's Tuesday, July 9th. Uh, that is 6 p.m. Pacific time, twitch.tv slash Gary Witter. Uh, book of Eli finally on the U.S. Netflix. Yeah, I've been waiting for this for a long time. Now that it's finally on U.S. Netflix and it's like widely available to a whole new audience. Yeah. Because uh, everyone has Netflix, right? Who doesn't yeah, have Netflix course, in this yeah. day and age? Um, got your but, gas, I mean, you got your water, you got your garbage, you, you got, got Netflix. You got to have it. You got to have your Netflix and chill. And um, given that, I, I'm just excited that the movie will find a whole new. There's plenty of like, how many movies, Greg? Have you like you skipped at the theater, you skipped on DVD, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and then when it came on Netflix, oh yeah, I'll give it I'll a try. Yeah, and then not? maybe you end up really liking it. Yeah. Oh, how did I? How did I sleep on I've this movie? I've gotten so lazy that now when I start Netflix, Jen and I'll sit down with our food. We'll start Netflix, and then when yeah. it does that first thing of like, we're like, all right, good enough. Whatever you're advertising, why not? Let's just watch that. Right, right, we, right. We came here not knowing what we want. So uh, hopefully it will lead to a new audience. And I'm trying to do something fun. I believe it's the first time anything like this has been done on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, I obviously can't stream the movie because I would get into trouble. But you know, you'll set the movie up in a different browser window or an Apple TV or however you want to do it. Yeah. We'll go one, two, three, go. We'll sync it all up. We'll press play together. And then I'll do a live commentary Q&A of the movie I just running. Actually, we'll have the, the original scripts of the screen. Uh, I, I, that's something I needed to uh, remind myself of because um, I really wanted to talk to you about this. Yeah. Remember, I, I texted this morning, don't forget no, to talk to me. I've got to get something to adjust. I'll have the script up on the screen yeah, yeah. and you'll be able to, and, and I'll talk about like the script to screen, you know, comparison yeah, yeah. That's process. That's really cool. I'm like excited that. about that. Yeah. And, I'll, and I'll answer questions and it'll be really fun. I'm looking, again, like I don't think anything ever, like that's ever been done on Twitch. We, we're going to be hosting on uh, twitch.tv slash kind of funny Oh, that's great. As long as we remember, which I'm sure Joey will. And then, yeah, you wrote on your hand dream. You also texted me to remind me to tell you about the dream I had. What How? I'm going to get to that but my wife will kill me if I don't also do this so the latest development in the channel is we're going to be yeah. selling merchandise oh wow and I'm wearing actually a the very wow. first this, Space this, Rocks so this I is Space Rocks this is the t-shirt based on Space Rocks the tabletop board game that I invented some years ago and I'm still trying to get it together uh, I can't get Hasbro or Mattel or any of these companies sure. interested. I'm just going to do it myself, I think. Next year, me and Jared are going to go, because Jared's a big believer in Space Rocks. Right. We're going to go to PAX and we're going to sell it. Okay. So stay tuned for PAX. For, I thought you, uh, don't you pummel each other with the rocks or something? Well, that's again, that's up to you. The game okay. doesn't specify that you have to resort to violence. You okay. can if you choose to. Because I told you, I, I, I distinctly remember telling you, hey, we should make Space Rocks in Dreams. And you said you have to pummel someone with the no, rocks. No, so you have, to have the, you, have to have, you have to at least have the option. All, okay. all options must be on Seems the table. Seems like it's a legal nightmare for you. You know what I mean? Well, See. We will see. Where can people get Space Rocks t-shirts? Uh, go to twitch.tv slash Gary and, uh -huh. and I'll be providing more information too. We're going to set okay. up our own little Etsy store. No, nice. And we're going to sell oh, them very there. very nice. All, yeah, yeah. Uh, all, this was literally, this was all made 
This t-shirt didn't exist two hours ago. Yeah. Uh, my wife designed it this week. Uh, she has a heat press and a vinyl cutter. Yeah. She put it all together, uh, made it for me to wear on the show this morning. Or t-shirts made in the USA, designed, manufactured, printed in the USA, straight from our from your our fam- straight from our family <laughs> from, fa- from our family farm to your table. Okay. But I got to talk to you about this dream. Sure, I literally wrote it on me. my hand. I don't want to derail the show so too much. This, I think people expect this on a look, I know, look, I know <laughs> that people treat this as just like a big pre-show for KFAF. Okay, first off, it's not KFAF today. But typically they do, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 by totally the way, I've got to give credit to Nick for the, for the karate kick yesterday. The karate kick was amazing, was amazing yesterday. Um, but typically people are like, get rid of this, uh, get rid of Greg and Gary. They're basically yeah, just right. the that's opening act. That's what they say. They're just the opening acts for Nick and Andy. We, we've all kind of accepted that mm-hmm. now. So I think people get very irritated when the, when our show goes past 11 o'clock. No, and no, people no. People are no. like, Where's K, where's KFAF? No, that's just Andy and his alt accounts in there saying over and over again. <laughs> Hey, where where's KFAF? It makes sense now that like we know that he has alt accounts. It makes sense of like how many like how he has so many viewers. It does make it's it's starting to make a lot of sense now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so Nelson, I know that um, there's nothing more boring than someone telling you about their dreams, right? It's like, oh, I had this weird dream last night. Oh, fucking get great! You went and got falafel with like Paul Giamatti and your ex girlfriend. Like who fucking like who cares? It's only of interest to you. But you, this actually might be of interest to you because it's kind of funny related. Okay, cool. And I woke up this morning. You know how some dreams really rattle you and you wake sure. up like still kind of freaked out? Sure. And other dreams are kind of happy dreams and you wake up in a good... Like the mood like translates into your waking state. 100%. Um, this morning I woke up very emotionally confused by this dream. Okay. And it was a kind of funny related dream. It's the first one I've ever had. Uh, and I need you to help me process it. You're going to be my shrink for a minute. Got it. Here. Got it. Um, you weren't in the dream. Okay. So, you know... But my but presence was felt. Yeah, it's I would a kind say of funny so. Dream, yeah. uh, Tim Geddes wasn't in the dream, which okay. I was very surprised by because you know I have a big old man crush on Tim. Sure, of course those baby. Um, I mean, who doesn't? Exactly. Um, it was okay. I'm just gonna. I, I'm gonna regret doing this. I know, but I'm, I've got to tell you about this dream. All right. Um, it was me and Nick Scarpino uh-huh. and Barrett. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I'm signing up for this sitcom. All right. And the three of us were on the couch in my little home office that I have at home, my little I've sad red IKEA there. couch, and we were all. How would I say? Cavorting. Dare I say frolicking. Okay. On the couch together. Just kind of like goofing around and like... Like wrestling? Like, like, like play wrestling okay, and like yeah. tickling each other and yeah. just like giggling and having a good time. It's it wasn't hot. sexual in any way. Okay. But it seems like it could easily have turned into that. Sure. You're on the cusp. Right. You're, it's like that thing. But it didn't. And there wasn't any sexual energy in the dream. It was just playful. It was just, it sure. was just, it was just boys... I think that's having just, harmless fun together. I think that's. But I wonder why. I wonder why my subconscious picked Barrett and picked Nick. They're the most freewheeling, fun guys in the office. You think so? You know what no. I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. But Nick is. You know. Well, sometimes the Nick you know is. You don't see the angry Nick. The yeah, sad you got to get a few beers. With me Nick always she, strikes on. me as like the cool one, though. Yeah, dude. I mean, I know this show's just off the rails already, so who cares? But we're doing an interview for Spider-Man: <laughs> Far From Home after this. Yeah. Wait until you hear the Nick story I have to tell from that movie. Oh, okay. Because no. let me tell you, what, would you be surprised if he jumped over a railing in the middle of the fucking movie like a what? psychopath? What? We'll talk about it on the in review. But this is kind of funny. Games Daily. Today we're talking about the Daybreak hacker that's going to jail. Epic covering those Shenmue three refunds and Shovel Knight being awesome. If you didn't know, this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. You can leave us your questions, comments, concerns, and everything else under the video game sun. Then tune in to watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe housekeeping for you today i'll go quick because i know we're running long first yeah, and foremost for greg's comic book club number 17 is up on patreon.com slash kind of funny uh that's just a buck we're talking about the boys and a whole bunch of other comics uh rtx is this week and all of kind of funny is going that means you need to come to our signing on friday you need to come see our panels on saturday we have one the kind of funny uh we need your sub more than funhouse at 2 p.m michael jones and greg miller let's see what happens at 5 30 p.m thank you to our patreon producers colton yoder blackjack mohammed mohammed today we're brought to you by upstart and experian but i'll tell you about that later for now Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Five items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Number one, the Daybreak Hacker. 
has gotten two years in prison. This is Owen Good at Polygon. Another hacker behind the attacks on Daybreak Game Company, then known as Sony Online Entertainment, is going to prison. Austin Thompson of Utah will be behind bars for the next 27 months, the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of California announced today. Thompson, 23, pleaded guilty in November, parentheses, official charge, damage to protected computer, and parentheses, in connection with attacks in late 2013 against SOE. His group, Derp Trolling, was allegedly behind several denial-of-service attacks on the online service and several SOE games, plus Battle.net, League of Legends, and Dota 2 in late 2013. Thompson's attack were preceded by about six months of those groups calling itself Lizard Squad, which targeted SOE and even made a bomb threat that forced a flight carrying the then-president to land. Oh, I remember that. Remember that? Yeah, John Smedley. Thompson was not involved in those crimes. In early January 2014, whoever was running Derp Trolling's Twitter account said that federal agents had shown up at their home, but they had escaped through the bathroom. Thompson's <laughs> plea agreement. You like that one? Thompson's plea agreement. I just seem like his little legs like scurrying sure, it's through. It's like, the, catch me if you can. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Tom Hanks is looking out the window yeah, like, damn yeah. it, Derp Trolling, come back here. <laughs> Thompson's plea agreement said he was in charge of that account. Quote, Thompson typically used the Twitter account at Derp Trolling to announce an attack was imminent and then posted scalps, parentheses, screenshots, or other photos showing that victims' servers had been taken down after the attack, prosecutors said in a statement. Thompson will begin serving his sentence August 23rd. He was also ordered to pay $95,000 in restitution to Daybreak Game Company. I doubt they're going to get that money anytime soon. 23-year-old, $95,000, that's not happening. No. Unless he uses some of our sponsors. No, but I mean, they, but they, but they, I mean they, they, they will follow him to the ends of the earth for that. You know, it's like student loans. It's oh, never going to go away. Over your head yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Gary? Good. Throw yeah, the book at 100%, him. 100%. Yeah, right. I, I don't like hackers. I think hacking can, I think, I think hacking can be really fun as a hobby. Uh, I like hackers that are on the good side of, you know, the, the, the kind of the white hat hackers. Sure. I think hackers that do, you know, try and, that sometimes do things to kind of get information out that, that could be in the public interest. Right. I think there's some validity for that. But malicious hackers, people that just hold shit for ransom and they're just out there just for the laws and they get their laws at the expense of other people, just spoiling other people's fun. Do you remember there was another case a few years ago where like the, they hacked the Xbox Live on like Christmas Day? Yeah. Like who yeah. does Same that? Same thing, denial of service attacks. Yeah, yeah. just denial of PSN, service. The PSN just, outage, just, right? like, if the If the only way that you can get satisfaction Faction is at the expense of others by making other people unhappy. You need to have a fucking word well, with yourself. Well, the problem with me always, right, is like, I oh, mean, a hacker, if you're like, especially that girl from Jurassic Park, if you're a great hacker, right, and you have all this talent and you can do all these different things, like you're using your talents because you're mad at a video game company for what they did. How many atrocities are happening right now in corporate America and all this different stuff or even like the, whatever the fuck's going on at the White House? We're not we're not looking into that stuff. That's not where you're, right. you're going to go. Exactly. You're going to make John yeah, Smedley's yeah, plan. And all that's these the thing skills too. that you have, think what you could do with them for the public good. And that's the thing about it, too, where it's like you're dropping, like, some of the stuff they do, it wasn't even, like, hacking, right? Like, the, de- the denial of service attacks are usually that too many people are doing it. So they're right. actually just making a million things go to this thing to yeah, like crash yeah, yeah. your site. Yeah. Similar to us when we say go to kindoffunny.com slash whatever, and then HostGator just crashes because no one ever goes there. Right. Like, that's, it's not even, and then you called in a bomb threat to a plane. You're not a hacker. You're an asshole. Yeah. Not, you don't even deserve, you're not even like the girl in Jurassic Park who understood Newman's thing. You know what I mean? Right. Get out of here, non-Newman. No, I think it's good. So 20, 20 what, a little over two years. Doesn't sound like a long time, but it's probably, I don't know what this guy looks like. But this 20, I'm guessing like a 23-year-old, <laughs> you know, like. little, little nerd. Yeah. Two, two, year, two years in general population is probably, uh, I wouldn't want to do it. Oh, God, no. I don't want to go to prison. No. You know, I'll die before they take me in. Yeah, yeah. Then, then, then the coppers are never going to take you alive. Never, never take me alive. You know what I mean? I don't care how small the crime is. What was I, the Roses thing about yesterday? Why did you? What was the conversation you were having about uh, that? We were taught. We were playing a game for party mode called okay. Knights and Bikes, and okay. Rex from the UK was here, a friend of mine, uh, playing the game with us. Yeah, and he kept using British slang, and the, right. the game takes place in England. Okay, so some words would pop up. And then we were making fun, not making fun of, but having fun with him about it. And then he was like, "Oh yeah, like Roses," and I'm like, "That's that's definitely a made up one." And we had a. We I call, haven't heard it in a long time. But as yeah. usual, you'll be happy to know you were number two on the British person list. Oh, we really? called Rahu Kohli. Okay. He answered the first time to explain in, in it, in it, in it, in yeah. it, in it. Yeah. And then we called him the second time to explain Rogers, and he didn't answer. Oh, the phone. he didn't know. Oh, he so didn't answer. We, okay. No, he did you. Similar to when we called Lucy James during the Josh McCoog episode about what is the Magna Carta. And she's like, I'm not 100% sure, so we called you number two. Wow. And I had, of course, I had the answer. You knew it right away, yeah. Kevin was so offended that Lucy didn't know. You are so dumb. Number I mean, two. A, you should know that shit. Number two on the Roper Report. 
Epic is covering the Steam refunds for Shenmue 3. This is from Epic CEO Tim Sweeney. Of course, yesterday we talked about the fact that, uh, okay, cool, Shenmue 3 isn't coming to Steam anymore. It's going to Epic as an exclusive and that the oh, developer... I bet, not, I bet there are some people that are really up in arms about they that. They were, yeah. And so Yeeznet was offering, or in, they were offering refunds on their, their uh, Kickstarter, right? Uh, saying, hey, yeah, Kickstarter, if you wanted, if you don't want the Steam code, or if you don't want an epic code, let us know. We'll refund you the money for your Steam code or okay. whatever. But then Tim Sweeney tweeted this since then. Epic is funding the cost of all Kickstarter refunds resulting from Shenmue 3's move to the Epic Game Store. So that refunds won't reduce Yee's Net's uh, development funding. When future games go to Epic when future games go Epic exclusive after offering crowd funding rewards on other PC stores will either coordinate with colleagues at the other stores to ensure key availability in advance or guarantee refunds at announcement time. Well, look, I, I, I pers- first of all, I don't understand all this anger about the Epic Store. Like, oh my God, like we're so loyal to Steam. There are some people out there that are so blindly loyal to Steam that the idea of Epic doing its own store is like some kind of uh, affront to them. I don't, I don't quite understand, but I've seen a lot of anger directed towards the, uh, the Epic Store. It does. You, whenever people write, well, I, we've done this a lot on this show, and as yeah. I've said, if you're new here, I'm not a PC player, so it's one of those, I see it from the outside, and I'm right. like, oh, I don't, I, I, I've said since this started, Hey man, good on Epic. Better rev share, better this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then people were so angry, they put subreddit threads about it, and it seemed it was feature-based, that they were mad they didn't have certain features that they were going to have, or this, that, or the other. And yeah, but I mean, the Epic Store's brand new. They'll have those features. Exactly. It seems like they're handling this in the right way. They're doing the refunds. Of course, yeah. it's easy for Epic to do that, because they have more money than God. Um, but, uh, you know, they don't have to do it. I think they're making the right move. Good for Epic. I agree. I, mean, I like th- it. This is my thing. is I, 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 I'd like to think I've uh, read not everything, close to everything, you've put on the subreddit or written in on the show about of like why you despise the Epic Game Store and how it's not—it's more than just a launcher. It is this different, and it's—I still don't completely agree with you on this. And it's we, Andrea and I—Andrea said something about it yesterday, but of like, it's just exclusives. And I understand the PC market's coming down with exclusives and having to understand that. But yet again, it seems Epic is doing the right thing by the developer, which is what their whole thing's yeah, about. Yeah, Steam's, Steam's a monopoly. It has been a monopoly for a long time. Um, I think anything that kind of breaks up, that disrupts that, and kind of uh, uh, provides more competition and more reasons for Steam to be competitive and less complacent with their market dominance. Maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, agreed. Number three, how big is Shovel Knight? Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, when Tim was on this week, we were talking about Shovel Knight and the fact that somebody had written in saying, hey, when we give away, when awards are given for best ongoing game, why is Shovel Knight never in the conversation? When in reality, you bought this game five years ago, you have all this amazing add-on, full game content add-ons, all these different things. And Tim and I went back and forth a little bit about how that was great for their fan base and consumers, uh, but maybe not the best in terms of a PR marketing strategy. With that in mind, I saw this roll across the Twitter sphere today and thought maybe it deserves a shout out. So I'm reading from Yacht Club's own website. What's up, Raptors? It's been five years since the initial release of Shovel Knight, but now known... I'm sorry, let me try this again. It's been five years since the initial release of Shovel Knight, now known as Shovel of Hope. Much has happened since then, and the Blue Burrower has certainly gone places. First off, there are three games in the Shovel Knight saga, with two more on the way. Shovel Knight had an epic crossover with epic crossover battles with Kratos and Battletoads. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah. These Kratos and Battletoads crossovers. That sure. sounds awesome. Yeah. Co- what? They were dope. Yeah. Co- cooperative gameplay was added. Uh, there's been a bunch of cool Shovel Knight merchandise. We made the first We made the first third-party Amiibo, with more on the way. Nintendo published us in Japan. Shovel Knight is in Smash Brothers. And we have released on 12 platforms and sold over 2.5 million copies. And had over 25 cameos. There's even going to be a board game. We have so much gratitude for our legions of fans and friends. Your support of our Kickstarter started it all. To celebrate this momentous occasion, we thought we'd take a trip down memory lane and share some of our memories from development, work in progress images, group photos, and weird things that got posted in our Slack from the, from the last five years. Like a TV clip show, we guess. That's required reading. This is all on the Yacht Club site. It's interesting just to go through and see them grow as a studio, grow as a game. Then they put this in here, and this is just shameless promotion for you. No, it's actually already happened. How did this just get to me? This was last week. Interesting. It just I just saw it today. Anyways, it's still worthwhile because of time. They did a stream three to seven. You should have gone and watched it last week apparently but that doesn't uh, it's more i guess the information then about this of where shovel knight is man talk about a sleeper hit like shovel knight is on my radar i hear people talking about how great shovel knight is all the time i see people streaming it's out there it's in the air supply but i had no idea it was as big a deal as this yeah it's great right i mean it's under the radar but it's 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 quietly out there kind of ticking away and people love it and 
I mean, just just crazy stuff. Kratos and Battletoads crossovers, the first third party amiibo. I mean, for me, get, it's the getting games. into Smash Brothers is no is no is no small deal. This yeah, for great. me, it's the games where we the the, uh, the argument with Tim, not the argument, but the question, right, was like, all right, well, why is it not in the running for best ongoing? game right because mm-hmm. if you bought the game right i'm looking on playstation network right now if you buy shovel knight treasure show for 25 bucks right now you get all the stuff we're talking about here you get shovel knight plague of shadows you get shovel knight uh Sh- shovel of hope the base game shovel knight specter of torment uh shovel knight king knights campaign shovel knight battle mode and these are the two that are coming soon so like that's a, an awesome deal and it's it amazing. is something that is overlooked in terms yeah, of it's, an right, it's been game really really well supported. how these guys have sat there and served over and over and over and over to their audience right right and so yeah they need a pat on the back and that needs to be explained i think you know we talked about it too of like how well is it doing like 2.5 million copies i do think that could have done more but again it's that thing of when you look at the blog pro- post that i'm sending your way that's old apparently uh and you see the way the studio grow grew it's still not huge right so it is one of those um, granted, they made promises when they launched Shovel Knight of how they were going to do DLC and everything else. But even beyond that, I think beyond, it's the argument that they don't need to live beyond their means. They don't need to sit there and nickel and dime the audience. They don't need, you know what I mean? Like they're all, I, you'd hope, being generously taken care of, and they see support from their audience, and so they're able to just sit there and make their games. Oh, I like it. This is the kind of story I like to see. You know, exactly. people out there making games with a Kickstarter and a dream. Next thing you know, you're in Super Smash Brothers. Exactly right. Um. Well, this your this you're wrong is not about that, but it's off the base. George writes in, or, or no, I'm sorry, Jorge, not George, uh, writes in and says, "If you're a hacker, you're an asshole." And he's quoting me. Greg, hackers are also upstanding cyber. That's not what I said. I was talking about the assholes who did the bad stuff. Yeah, I was, I was saying why I literally in the same breath said that, so I don't accept that one. Not George. Number four on the Roper Report, we have clarification on yesterday's story about all those cyberpunk games. You see this, Gary? No. There was a rumor. There, there wasn't even a rumor. There was a translated article uh, saying that, hey, guess what? There's going to be the, uh, CD Projekt Red is working on three different cyberpunk games. Rebecca Valentine at Games Industry Biz has this update. Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> is planned for launch next year, but CD Projekt Red apparently has two other cyberpunk universe titles hot on its heels. Polish website Bankier, who we were talking about yesterday, right, uh, had the CEO president uh, that said in a conference yesterday that the studio had split into five separate teams, one for each cyber, one for each cyberpunk game it's currently working on, and two others working on Gwent and a non, another non-cyberpunk title. The cyberpunk teams are working on Cyberpunk 2077, another unannounced AAA title planned for 20 21 and a third title that has not been mentioned at all one team based in war as we said yesterday uh, has around 40 members and is focusing on multiplayer in cyberpunk 2077 in total the studio employs around 800 but said last may that it wanted to be known for treating developers with respect uh, by among other things emphasizing non-obligatory crunch policy quote our next big project will also be in the cyberpunk universe said cd project red vp uh, peter nibble uh, and we're already working on it and treating it as another really big initiative or innovative project for us uh, that man added that pre-orders for Cyberpunk 2077's digital edition were already very strong in China. I won't lie. I put this in there reading the, the update part of it. And I was like, oh, this is the update. That sounds exactly like what I read yesterday. So I'm going back to the Internet to figure out what the hell she's talking about. Unless she's updating her article. And I maybe it was the fact that they didn't have that yesterday. I thought we were updating something else. I didn't but even know. I, I, I mean, this is all new to me. I had not heard about other Cyberpunk uh, titles in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. One of these uh, other unannounced titles has got to be Witcher 4, don't see, you think? Oh, I see what I fucked up. Here we go. Okay, what's the difference? The fuck up is that I would expect you put the update to your article on top of your article. Oh, they put it at the bottom? Exactly. So okay. I put the I put the thing in there. That's on me. Everybody. I prefer I it when they put it at the top. Because like the yeah, me too, right? The subhead was Polish studio clarifies it has three teams working on Cyberpunk 2077. So let's everybody for a second act like I just read all of that as to bring you up to speed on what we talked about yesterday, okay. and that I'm not an idiot. And like I said, if you watch my Twitter, I was locked out, so I was moving fast today. Anyways, the update is this from Rebecca. CD Projekt Red has clarified comments about its plans for the Cyberpunk series. A statement issued to GameSpot claims that the three teams uh, the guy mentioned are focusing on the development of Cyberpunk 2077 with the Warsaw and Krakow Studios, quote, handling the main game and the Warclaw uh, division engaged in technology R&D. The reference to the main game does not imply multiple cyberpunk projects, although this could refer to a large Witcher 3 style expansion CD Projekt has since confirmed. The company does have a public strategy page, which lists Cyberpunk 2077 as the only confirmed Cyberpunk release before 2021, alongside another AAA RPG. You can read the statement in full below. We currently have a total of five teams working on a number of projects, with three focusing on the development of Cyberpunk 2077. These include CD Projekt Red Warsaw and Krakow, uh, who are handling the main game, as well as the Warclaw, Warclaw Studio, where around 40 industry specialists are engaged in technology R&D. 
A separate, dedicated team at the Warsaw studio is handling the development of Gwent, the final team in Spokow, which is currently working on a yet unannounced mobile project. So there you go. Not all cyberpunk games. Not a million things. Clarification. Gamesindustry.biz. I feel you should put the update at the top of your article, like IGN did and how I was trained to do. But I digress. Rebecca, you do you. And like I said, Witcher 4, it's got to be in there somewhere, hasn't it? Does it? Didn't they, I make, mean, didn't they say well, kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong? Didn't they say Witcher 3 was the end? Or is that the end of Ger- Geralt's story? Maybe, I don't know. Look, there's, when, there's, look, look, when you've got a franchise me. where there's money on the table to be scooped up and they've got a big Netflix show coming and Witcher's going to be bigger than ever, there's another Witcher game coming. I'm sure of it. They'd be crazy not to do it. But is it Geralt's story? That's what I can't remember. I mean, I, I don't think it matters. There's you been could, some statement. I remember, is it going back to, is it just going to follow us here? As long as it's Witcher, it could be a new character. Just continue the brand. People love those games. That's true. Are you, what's, where are you coming down in Cyberpunk? Are you hyped? Yeah, not as, not as hyped to some people, but yeah, yeah. I, I thought the trailer looked great. I, I was, when that, that first reveal that they did blew me away. I, I'll play it. Okay. Number five. This is a personal one. John Drake is leaving PlayStation. <laughs> John Drake tweeted this today. Today's my last day as head of portfolio strategy and content at PlayStation. So proud of all we've accomplished over the, these five years. Supporting big games. Supporting games big, big and small. I'm there, buddy. Supporting games <laughs> big and small and making cool things happen for PlayStation Nation. Thank you to the team, the partners, and the fans. One it the, goes on like One that. of the nicest guys in the business. Well, I don't want to go that far, but he's, he's a guy. He's definitely in the business. He's in the <laughs> business. He's also he is in the a guy right who is in the business. This is how you know it's worth watching the Kind of Funny Roast when we post it next week. Because oh, John Drake's so terrified by his own performance, quit his job before they could fire him for everything he said. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm probably going to get fired. Might as, well get, might as well get ahead of it. Uh, John, of course, a uh, friend of the show, a friend of me for a long time, of course, married to Andrea, a whole bunch of different stuff, but we wish yeah, he's him like well. family around yeah. here. And it'll be exciting to see where he goes, let alone the fact that, again, another uh, figurehead, a, bi- a big deal at PlayStation leaving. And what does that do to everything that's going on there in terms of their publishing arm? John, some, instrumental in getting Spider-Man. Don't get Spider-Man some other deal. bozo in there to replace him. Well, of course. I mean, I could, Barrett could walk in tomorrow, <laughs> drunk off his ass, do a better job than John. That's not the argument. You know what I mean? Uh... In kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong, I was correct, and it's the end of Geralt's story. Uh, Nanobiologist says The Witcher 3 is the end of Geralt's story, but CD Projekt Red has said they are not against making more Witcher without him. So there you go. Okay, all right. Also, Mal Content Ronit, while I'm here, just says, it's definitely Shenmue, not Shenmue. Just the, uh, no matter how I say it, people yell at me, so I don't give a shit. Your weird little Japanese sailor game, Shenmue is coming three. It's there Shenmue. You go. Can I, can I Shenmue, 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 who the fuck cares? Can I do no some, one cares. This can I do something here, Greg, because I've yeah. got an idea. Sure. Well, Greg, I'm very excited to see what John Drake's going to be doing next, but it might be a while until we find out. So that, but then oh, you, you were would, then me you up. would do the next part. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Okay. You're right, Gary. Uh, if I wanted something more pertinent, <laughs> and I say it was what, coming to mom and grab shops, where would I go? Uh, that would be the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday. Took you a second to see what I was doing there, but you got it. You got I it. thought you were switching should, roles and I was going to read Oh, the no, no, no. I, I, I was, I was going to. It was like, yeah, yeah it was complicated. Like, I throw to you and then you throw back to we're me. We're already on holiday, it was, a, it was a tricky yeah. maneuver. It was like a one-two, like a give and go. I like soccer, it. I know? like it. You keep me yeah. on my toes. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Everybody else yeah. comes in here. They just slug it up. Fran's over there just laying on the desk. You know, I got nothing. <laughs> he gives me nothing Barrett to work with. Barrett saw what was doing. No, he was saying his hands. Barrett he, he always approved. knows he what's it. up. He knew uh, what was going on. Today, Kurtz Pell adds Dual Soul Karma in DLC. So if you are a Kurtz Pell fan, whoo oh, yeah. can't get through the day with li- that MMORPG. Can't get through the day with that little Kurtz Pell. <laughs> Where would be we without uh, it? I got I got uh, five Switch titles in a row here. Desktop table tennis. Uh, Dobutsu Do- Shogi World. Dobutsu Shogi World. Penguin, Peng- Penguin, Penguin Wars. Wars. Can we pull that Barrett, please? Yeah, Thank you. Really he's already ahead of me. Look at Terraria that. and World we are of Riders. Mind. Shout out All to out. Terraria. Terraria, oh yeah, a game that people right really, there, right really there, love. the first link. Now, is first off, Penguin Warrants has a PlayStation Four box art leading with it. So then, I immediately need to know after I see some gameplay here, show it to everybody. We're watching the Penguin Wars Nintendo. I've got to hear trailer. about Penguin Wars. Dude. I got to know what the trophy especially list is if it's like on, on Switch. Is this on all platforms? I mean, it's got a PlayStation Four version for sure. Okay. Oh my goodness. What is this? You heard it right. After thirty years. Penguin Wars is back. Penguin Wars was around before? It's some kind of weird Is it like Crossfire? You play that game Crossfire? Of course, you'll get caught up in it. Crossfire. It does look like Crossfire, right? Trying to knock the balls back on each other. Yo, this is a party party mode-esque This right is, here. I mean, this is party mode waiting to happen, sure. I, mean, I do love the Bright the colors, neon lights, bananas flying everywhere. It's I mean, Andy's it checks all the boxes. Things, colors and bananas. Yeah, you, got, you, you guys, guys got to get, on, get in on this. All right. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. 
See, now that I'm looking at it, it looks just too complicated to be good for trophies, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, illusion of Lafalcia? Lefal Lefal Xbox One and PC. Ovivo. PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch. Luca, Born of a Dream. Switch, maybe that's about your dream. Yeah. Bus Fix 2019 is so, on okay, Switch. I, I, I don't want to do two, but please uh, no, pull I, Bus no, Fix. I definitely got to see know. the trailer for Bus Fix 2019. Do you think you repair buses? I hope so. I, I, I super hope so. I hope it There you go, the first video, 32 da, seconds. I got I got to see it. I got to see it. Oh yeah, shit, yeah, it's a it game is. where you repair buses. Bus, bus Euro.net was one of them. Oh my God, it really Oh, you have does. to get the right size socket wrench too. Look at this. Oh my God, there's bacteria. Yeah, getting rid of, got to get rid of the bacteria uh, with your spray can. Just as we all know, buses you clear, are... That looks like a dirty dirty engine. bus engine. That's an engine. Yeah, dirty bus engine. Gotta clean that. Look at that, all in 3D. Man, there, every day there's a muni bus Take the engine apart. Street, you so actually disassemble the engine. Wow. That's amazing. Bus Fix 2019. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Game of the year. Uh, total Party Kills on PC and Mac. Victorian Mysteries. The Yellow Room is on PC. Good luck with this next one. Kubifactorium. Kubifactorium. PC and Mac. Enjoy these games, everybody. You know what Bus, I, mean? I, I think Bus Fix 2019 could be the standout. That could be the standout of the day. That, you know, <laughs> meanwhile, Terraria's like, we're a real game. What the <laughs> fuck? We're like, no, nah, let's check out Can Bus Can you imagine Fix. someone's worked on a game for like two years, put their heart and soul on it, and they and they know that it's and they and they know that the day. Oh, kind of funny. You'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And instead, we just skim right over that and talk about Bus Fix. Let's get through this name that makes sense for a game that. Let's look at Bus Fix 2019. <laughs> I love that it's annualized. Good for them. Can't wait yeah, for Bus Fix 2020. But when are they just going to make the Bus Fix platform? You know what I mean? And just, I pay for it once and then I get content yeah, drops. Like games That's what I really, yeah, games as a service. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I need games as a service, Bus Fix. New dates for you. Metal Wolf Chaos XD Fighting for Freedom. It's Fighting for Freedom, I think. On August 6th on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Blue Kid 2 is coming to Nintendo Switch October 2019. Uh, Kotago reports last week as part of Call of Duty Black Ops 4's June 25th update. Treyarch quietly removes split-screen co-op play from the game's Battle Royale mode blackout. At first, no one was sure what was going on, but today, Treyarch has said the feature will return on July 9th. So if you were freaking out about that, there you go. Uh, meanwhile, I got some Xbox Game Pass updates for you. Here are games coming to Xbox Game Pass on July 4th. Middle Earth Shadow of War on both PC and Xbox. Uh, my time at Portia. Portia, we're not, we don't care. We're moving on. It's like a Shenmue. Uh, uh, Xbox for PC and Xbox. It's complicated now. Undertale Xbox yeah. Game Pass for PC and uh, Ultimate. Then July 11th, you're getting Blazing Chrome, Dead Rising 4, Lego City Undercover, uh, Time Spinner, Unavowed. A uh, particular shout out there to Lego City Undercover. What a great game. Yeah, I, I never love played that it. You game. know, I like Legos. My but kid I never loved it. it. I loved it. It's one of those games that you can enjoy at any age. It's a legitly really good game. Yeah. So if you have Game Pass, make sure you uh, check out Lego City Undercover. Gotcha. Highly recommend it. All right. Now, in your wrong, Lord of Pwn is saying Penguin Wars has a platinum trophy and doesn't seem too bad. Eight silvers, nine golds. So now I need you, Barrett, to go to PlayStationTrophies.org. And then search Penguin Wars so I can see how long people are estimating it to be. Uh, games leaving Xbox Game Pass for console and their their dates go like this. After Charge, leaving July 9th. There's a party mode up for After Charge. We had fun with it. You should check it out. Warhammer Vermintide, July 10th. Lego Movie, the video game, July 16th. Uh, Dandara, July 31st. Dead Rising 2, July 31st. Hitman, Season 1, July 31st. Actually, everything's July 31st from here on. Metal Slug, XX. Defense Grid, The Awakening. Hec Hexic, 2. And then Iron Brigade. Now, I, uh, explain something to me, because I've never actually done this. Wait, when it leaves Game Pass, if I, if I have a Game Pass subscription, yeah. and I download it and I've been playing it, does it disappear for me on this day? Or, or since I've downloaded it, and I have it as part of Game Pass, do I get to keep it, or does it go away? As someone who doesn't use Game Pass and just you're, reads about Game Pass, I, I, I'm going to tell you what I think I remember from when they announced it. I think... It's gone. I don't think it's like PlayStation Plus where you have it great for you. I think that the way Xbox Game Pass works is those are the games that are in the library at the time and you can't stockpile. But what if I've got like a ha I'm halfway through the game and then Microsoft says, oh, it's going in a week. Then, you, then you've got you to like, know, do you then you've got like yeah. race to go finish it. Kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. Let us know. Yeah, let I'm us know what, how that works. That. I'm curious. Uh, no, so, okay. Good. You, you got me here. Great job. What I oh, need you the to trophy do list? is click on forums. See forums no, up there? Okay. Greg, you've got a sickness. You really need to talk to someone. No, that's great. And then nobody's posted. Uh, no one's posting. So, yeah. okay. right. so go back here. So I got to defeat a bunch of people. Get four hundred candies. Eat, yeah. eat a gira gira noodle. Get some. Get some Win. skills. This oh, get an S rank. No, oh, this sounds trophies. like it's probably pretty easy. Defeat all shadow bosses. That doesn't sound easy. Defeat all oh, shadow, shadow bosses. Boss. I don't know what that is, oh, but it doesn't man. sound like it'd be yeah, easy. Maybe to defeat. not. Maybe not. You know what I mean? Nanobiologist is already here. You want to know what he's got for you? 
Nanobiologist is a mod on my uh, uh, on my channel, twitch.tv slash Gary Witter. Uh, nanobiologist says, uh, kind of funny, dot com slash wrong, from the Xbox Game Pass FAQ. Games you install using Xbox Game Pass remain playable once they've less g- left the Game Pass catalog only when you buy them. Okay. And if and you get a That's hefty discount when you buy games as an Xbox Game Pass subscriber. Okay, so you do, so if you decide you like a game and it's going away, yeah, you, you do have buy. to buy, it, but you can get it. Oh, at a that was your question. Price. I thought your question was could I, you keep playing it if you've downloaded it. No, that's what I mean. Oh, my apologies. Okay, then I, when you do buy games at a discount, those games are yours to keep. Similar to add-ons you buy are yours to keep. Okay, you buy all right, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um. Now it's time. For reader mail, but first, let me tell you about our sponsors. Uh, our first sponsor is Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy, getting out of debt is hard, especially if your FICO score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. As you know, ladies and gentlemen, I talked about it all the time when I first moved here, got into debt, that sucked paying off, this would have been helpful. Upstart goes beyond the traditional FICO score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They believe in you and they understand that. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes without affecting your credit score. The best part? Once the loan is approved, most people get their funds the very next day. The very next business day, people! Over 200,000 people have used Upstart to pay off their credit cards, student loans, fund their weddings, and make large purchases. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot. And hurry to upstart.com slash kfgames to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate takes only a few minutes and it won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash kfgames. Up next is Experian. You know, the better your credit score, the easier it is to get stuff you want or the less you have to pay. So the question is, why is it so hard to raise your credit score? Now it won't be thanks to Experian. They've launched Experian Boost, a brand new way to instantly increase your credit scores for free. A higher credit score means you can help establish and get access to credit and preferred rates for the things you want and need in life. Experian is on a mission to help boost America's credit score, which will help millions of people across the country build and get better access to credit. People all across America have already raised their credit scores with Experian Boost, and you should too. For the first time ever, paying your utilities and cell phone bill can instantly improve your credit score. Experian Boost works by giving you your or giving you credit for the bills you're already paying through your bank account, like water, gas, electric, cable, and cell phone. It uses take months to see your credit score rise a point or two but with boost you can increase your credit scores instantly like i said recently two years ago i closed out a credit card and moved on with my life then tried to do something they said your credit's bad i said how's that possible i looked at it the old credit card has screwed up my thing because they gave me a finance charge i didn't see it was like 56 measly dollars i'm not mad about it don't worry this would help fix my credit score faster than what i had to do did and i don't like that uh, we can't believe it's taken someone so long to do this. What are you waiting for? Experience bo- Experian Boost can potentially help establish and increase your access to credit. Boost your FICO score instantly for free. Boost is only available at Experian.com slash KF Games. That's E-X-P-E-R-I-A-N dot com slash KF Games. Games, games. Get your financial life in order with Kind of Funny. Sort it out. You know, you know I, mean? I used to have terrible credit up till about 10 years ago because I, I didn't know anything about how credit works and I, and I had all these credit card bills and I would pay the minimum. Uh, every every uh, every month, but That'll I carried all this debt, and finally, when I sold my first uh, movie, yeah, the, fir- the, the first the, the, the first thing I did with the check was just pay off all my debt, yeah, and clear all my debt, and I've been and I've been I've had good credit ever since. But yeah, it sucks having shitty credit. It's really awful. It holds like, you don't realize how many ways it fucks up your life until you have it. So you, you actually have to. I can't use do it. anything. Yeah, I can't exactly. buy a car. I can't get an apartment because <sighs> everyone's worried that you're not going to pay them. You know, because yeah, you've got 100%. a history of being a shitty payer. Anyway. Oh, Gary, 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 Gary. What do you got? Reader mail? What yeah, we got some good reader mail today, too. Okay. I was very happy with the crop. Of I'm going to say, actually, even though I f- gummed up the show at the top of the show with all my stupid... Uh, you don't gum up the show. Don't get in your head. Don't get, you should I, be I like Gary. to keep things moving. Everybody wants to be... They just love but a good you've got this hard out now at 11. What comes after I this today? I don't have a hard out. You know we don't have a hard out but at you 11. Usually I told do, you. Uh, usually around 11, Nick and, and uh, Andy start milling around here. Well, that's not that. That's because they're like, how much time do they have to kill? They're not like Andrea. Andrea used to come in in the old days and interrupt the morning show going, hey, it's 11.45, I have shit to do. Those guys come in to see, oh, how much longer can we keep fucking around? Yeah. Okay, they're not even into uh, squat up yet. We can go fuck around longer. Right, That's right, the right. opposite. Oh, I see. I think they're that, not coming in here. I to, thought they were like, you know, kind of like when you're at a restaurant sure. and you're sitting and you finished your meal and you just want to sit and chat for a little bit, but you can see other people are waiting for a table. You kind of feel bad. It's like, we should we should give up the table. So No, 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 no. Okay. I've said it before and I'll say it again, even though a contingent of people refuse to fucking believe me and it's not annoying at all, that the show can go as long as it needs to be. Okay. 
if, if we're in the groove and there's breaking news or there's great news or whatever, we're having a great conversation. I I'm just remember the it. first time we did the time change and KFAF came in, there was a whole thing was like, quick move, Barrett's got to get in and oh, move there's all a lot the furniture of shit around. To move, usually. But yeah. again, we're not even doing KFAF today. Right. Oh, How today? did KFF get moved? Because we're going away, obviously, tomorrow uh, for it's a different week. Okay. And so rather than delay Spider-Man Far From Home in review way out, like usually we see the movies on Thursday nights. Right. And so we're like, whatever, we'll do it and normal thing in review on Tuesday. This time we're seeing Spider-Man on Tuesday and then we're away for like a week. So rather than fuck it up and not have in review anytime soon, let's move okay. KFAF and do it there. Okay. And then Nick wanted to kick a bottle cap real bad. <laughs> Which he did brilliantly, by the way. Yeah. But... Again, as some people brought up, the whole challenge is to have the bottle like on top of something. So because the challenge is to kick off, kick it off without, without disturbing tipping, the bottle, right? Without disturbing the bottle, but Andy, but Andy was, was holding, holding it, bottle, and that kind of made so it easy to do. Yeah. Here's what I'll say: All right, if I was to try that, not only would I have struggled to get my leg up that high, <laughs> I would have clearly either kicked Andy or smashed the bottle against the wall. So the fact that Nick had enough control to even get close, but not yeah, not it may have been like the training wheels version of the Statham stunt, but it was still, still more than I could have done. One hundred percent. You would have got. I mean, you would have got hits out of me doing it because I would have like fallen ass backwards into the couch or whatever, and you've sure. got like comedy viral clip to bait it out of it, but fucking know what Nick did was impressive. Here's where I want to start. I want to start with Parker B. All right, Gary, this uh, is on page Parker two, B. top of okay, page two Parker there B. for you. Happy America's birthday week, Greg and Gary. Oh, that's right. It's 4th of July tomorrow, isn't I know. it? Yeah, yeah. In lieu of recent events with Dr. Disrespect, the trash talking, and the craziness within the personality realm, I wanted to get your opinion on finding a voice. As a young guy who's still trying to find his voice in the video game world and believes in the kind of funny vision of be better to each other and be positive, it's discouraging to see unethical personalities excel. Uh, Nobody's perfect, but it's getting ridiculous. But is that what it takes to find a niche nowadays? I've been searching I've been searching for a gap I can fill for quite a while and I can't seem to nail it any advice for myself and others in a similar boat Decide, despite my thoughts there's nothing that would tear me away from the KFBFs and the love of the community peace Parker B it's a good question uh, and it's a good question for me right now because I'm in the middle of this as I'm starting my channel I'm trying to find my voice and I started the channel not really knowing what I was going to do. D- did I want to goof around? Did I want it to be comedy? Did I want it to be like a serious channel about writing and giving out screenwriting advice and answering people's questions? And it's been a bit of both. It's just kind of it's kind of vacillated back between back and forth as I've as I felt like it. But I don't really know if that is a mix that people necessarily want. It's it's a weird mix of like kind of stupid weird comedy and me going on bizarre you know, randomless tangent type rants and then actually seriously talking about like, what's it like working as a screenwriter in Hollywood and giving advice. People ask me like, how do you get started and what kind of software should I use and things like that? Um, and I try to give out that advice, but then, but then I do stupid shit as sure. well. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I mean, you're a better person to ask this question. Cause I, I think, that, I mean, you, you never, you're always finding it, but you are much more involved in the process of fine. Is this a question you asked yourself when you first struck out? Like, how do I, or even back in the game over Greggy days in IGN when you were first kind of becoming an on-air personality. By IGN, so and my story can only give you the hindsight's 2020 advice. Yeah. Cause at IGN, we, I never set off to be a personality. I never set out to host a bunch of podcasts and I, that was all just like I was there to review games, right? And going on GameScoop and eventually starting Beyond with everybody. Like that was always like, oh, cool, that's like an interesting side thing. And me and Damon would leave GameScoop. I remember and be like, oh man, or even knocking boots, right? And be like, wouldn't it be awesome if that's all we got, had to do? If all right, and ha ha ha, back to working. And then by the time we, I learned what YouTube really was with Up at Noon and and started Game Over Greggy, the YouTube channel that become kind of funny. That even wasn't so much as man, how am I? What content should I be making? The advice about content is always simple, right? And I know it's a dirty word that's thrown around a lot and I think used the wrong way and then thrown around by people who don't necessarily understand it is it's authenticity. I've already said that's exactly what you get here. And so what that means in this thing is the content you're creating, would you watch it and would you enjoy it? When I come home at night and Jen's like, how is today? I often will be like, oh man, I didn't give out the performance I wanted on whatever show. This this thing didn't go the way I wanted it to. And what the bar I'm setting there is that I wasn't in, entertained by myself. I don't think that I would like that piece of content I made, right? Or what, what we did right there. And that is the litmus test. That, or the, that's, I know I'm misusing that. That is the test. That is what you're doing. That's the what you've got to be doing. If you are making content that you enjoy, that you're having fun with, that you believe in, other people will too. And that's long and short of it. Like, you know, when I was like, I want to make an Oreo show. 
That's a dumb right. idea. Because that's something such, you want to see. But I had so much fun doing it that it worked and it found an audience clearly, obviously. And so even the stuff we do here is the exact same way of, all right, cool. Like we're doing, we have cool friends and starting a new show is always tough, right? Starting a show that is just talking to your, is, is yeah. guest based. Yeah. So it's yeah. going to peak and valley and do all this yeah. different stuff, right? Like we believe in that show and we're having fun with yeah. that show. So yeah. as long as we're, you know, doing enough to keep the lights on with that show, that's great. And that's I think, you know, it's, it's, it sounds like a trite thing to say, but the best advice really is just be yourself because by definition, anything else you try to be is going to be fake and forced and it's probably going to come along that way. I've got a couple of real quick anecdotes that relate Please to do. this. So my good friend Chuck Wendig, who's a very prolific author, has a new book out uh, this week called Wanderers that's getting spectacular reviews. Uh, he's written a bunch of books and he's an excellent writer. Follow him on Twitter. Um, he talked about this the other day um, and he said that uh, all he can do, and I, and I feel this is, this, is, this is true for me as well, is that don't, you can't go out trying to please an audience. All yep. you can do is try to write what you would want to see is exactly what you just said. Write what you would want to see and then hope that there are others like you out there. Chuck had this beautiful quote there that he said something, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mangle it, but he said something like, every book that I write is like a prayer that I'm not alone in the universe. Like there are other people out there like me that are, are going to enjoy this, the same thing that I'm writing. When you heard all this, was this on the radio? Was this like an NPR or something? No, it was on Twitter. Okay. He, I was in a car the other day. I got storm. an Uber the other day and there was a guy, uh, I didn't know who was getting interviewed or what it was about because it was like mid-interview and he was saying a lot yeah. of stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, another another great example is Howard Stern. If you ever read his book Private Parts sure. about his about how he became a hit uh, uh, personality in radio, I've well, seen the film. He went through a number. Of, he 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 bounced around a number of radio stations. He was like on a cowboy, like a uh, a country and western station. He tried to be Hop Along Howie, yeah, and yeah, it was yeah, all yeah. fake. None of it was real. None of it was what he wanted to do. And it was his wife who said to him, "Why don't you just be yourself? Like just be real." Yeah. And he started doing that and started talking about his personal life and getting real with the audience in a way that no one was doing on radio in that time. And that's why he blew up because he was authentic. Yeah. That's the key. He was authentic. Yeah. And you are too. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's the key is authenticity and also in the same breath, would you watch this? Would you be entertained by this? Right. Right. And I feel like, you know, he, he mentions Doc and obviously he's piggybacking off of yesterday's thing yeah, about it. Right. Yeah. I think you, both you and Andrea and me to an extent, but you guys both did it really well talking about uh, mean spirited humor and then punching down. Yeah. Right. That's the, that's the thing where I think you can lose it. Cause it's not even authenticity as much as entertainment where, you know, like I was, I was talking about yesterday, the clips I've seen of yeah, doc, yeah, I think yeah, are really yeah. funny. Like he is a funny dude. Right. I, um, and then he does stupid. It's like things. I said, I have a lot of admiration for what doc has created over there. You know, the production design and the character that he committed to, it's all very, it's amazing what he did. No one else, uh, before him or even since has done anything like what, what Dr. Disrespect uh, has done on Twitch. And I, and I went back and watched last week's show and I do think, I just want to address this because a bunch of people were expecting me to come on and talk about the doc this week. Um, and I'm not going to tear into him again. I just want to say that having watched last week's show, I do think I came down on him a little bit hard. I do think he should have got a longer ban, but I, the tone of the show, I think, felt a little bit like we wanted him to be crucified or something. I really didn't. I wanted. I, I think. I, I don't think two weeks was long enough. I do think the apology was generally okay. You know, I asked for an apology, and it seemed like it was fitting uh, that he gave one. I do think it was a little bit mealy mouthed, but it was okay. I, as you know, I, I, I said I'm ready to accept the apology. Yeah. Let's move on. And then I saw all the shit that he did with Jason, yeah. which was punching down. Once you start getting into people's personal appearance. You can fuck off. Totally. Uh, that's not cool. It's cheap. It's nasty. And it's and like I said, it's what bullies do. And I was bullied quite badly in school. And so I'm perhaps very oversensitive to it when I see people. I can't even watch, like, I can't even watch, like, if I see movies or TV shows where like, kids getting bullied or picked on, sure. I can't even watch KFAF. it because it, it, it gives me PTSD. I don't like it. Yeah, you like KFAF. Um, I really don't like it. So when I see anything that even feels like bullying, which this did with, with Doc kind of going after Jason's fucking hairline and yeah. saying, I hate myself and I'm a failure and stuff like that. Like that fuck him and i tell you the other good thing about that was he lost that argument jason yeah. was farther and smart smarter and funnier than him all of jason's comebacks were way better so than good. guys attacks yeah. and that's that's how you do it you just be better and smarter and funnier than the other guy and jason did he totally won that exchange um i'll be interested to see what doc does when he comes back on twitter if he's uh, on twitch i'm sorry if he's changed well, uh, he's, he's, he's a lot. I, I, hope he's, I hope he's learned something but it does but, but the way he went in on you'd think when he came back he would be on his best behavior but sure apparently not Chadwick writes in to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames and says happy twitch.tv slash Gary Widow Wednesday. I have a question about celebrities in video games. As games mature in technology, writing, etc., they seem to be gathering the attention of Hollywood actors more and more. Ellen Page and Willem Dafoe were out once outliers in Beyond Two Souls, but now it seems like there are so many major franchises that are trying to draw players in with big name talent. Are you worried at all? That this might take away from opportunities from lesser known, but maybe more talented voice slash performance capture artists in favor of a flashy name. How many brilliant performances like Insenua Sacrifice will we lose to mediocre names like 
Okay. He throws out Hayden Penitieri. Oh, is she mediocre? She, I don't she know. was great in Until Dawn, sir. Thanks. And it was a pleasure to bump into the crew at Spider-Man last night. Chadwick. Oh, hey, Chadwick. Throwing Hayden's name around like that, I totally don't agree with. She was put into this, like, teeny bopper slasher until dawn thing, and it was great. I don't, I never played yeah. that. I was like, man, she's phoning it in. Not to mention Remy Malik was in it, right, before he was a big deal. Oh, yeah. I, di- I digress. Gary, you are from the land of Hollywood, as you are trying desperately to get away from it and just become a Twitch streamer. <laughs> What's your take on this? It's not, I mean, it's not unexpected. I mean, just like in Hollywood, if you can attach a big name to a game. I mean, look, look how much Buzz Cyberpunk got from the Keanu Reeves association. Yeah. I mean, again, Keanu's having a big moment right now, just generally. It was a perfect time for him to be associated with that game from uh, Project Red's point of view. Um, but I don't have a problem with it. Again, if they, you know, if it helps uh, bring, if, if, if it economic, if it financially makes sense to the company, I mean, you know, Keanu Reeves is not cheap. I'm sure they're paying him a lot of money, sure. but it's probably worth it to them. I mean, what they'll, they'll get a great performance out of him, and, and a lot of people will, I, I guarantee you, so many more, because that Keanu Reeves announcement at E3, that went viral oh, beyond yeah, the totally, games business. Totally. That, that put the game on people's radar uh, probably more than anything else has so far. So I think from that point of view, it can be worth it. Is it taking, like, is Nolan North and Troy Baker going to have, are they going to have less opportunities? I heard they're doing so badly they had to start their own YouTube channel. <laughs> Um, you know, I mean, again, it's like anything else. You know, you, you we all struggle, and some people are more famous than others, and sometimes the bigger names will get the bigger jobs. But you know, you keep plugging away. I don't think it's a problem. I honestly, Chadwick, I think this would have been a, a, a conversation or an argument or a concern years ago when you would when it was more of like a shock value thing you got in there. Remember what the thing with. Keanu uh, in Cyberpunk was in the interviews he did after that announcement. Everybody was like, "Man, he's so really into it. Yeah. He really knows this material. You he's can really tell, excited you can to tell be when there. like a big actor is like, I don't know about. They, they, totally. You know, they put me in front of a microphone and tell me to read lines. Totally. And then Keanu actually seems to know a little bit about what he's talking about. And I joke around about it, not even like in, an, in like being a jerk about it, but like me and Tim have talked about it with the Final Fantasy review event we did, right? right Where right, it was right. like they brought out a uh, Cersei Lannister. Uh, uh, Lena Headley, Lena Headley, right? And she, Lena she, Headley, sorry, she was in this CG movie or whatever, and it was very much clearly like she was just looking off the prompter of like, what is this weird ass world about? Like you know, and that not and that, and I'm not even being like, oh man, fuck her. It was just like, no, she was brought in to be a voice in this CG movie. Right, Who cares? Right, right. It's like there's such different layers that I think I'm not worried about. A studio like, and this is, stick with me, it's a weird thing. A studio like Insomniac making a game like Spider-Man and then casting someone who's going to half-ass it rather than Josh Keaton. Right. Josh Keaton's going to come in and kill it with the voice and give you the three or four different reads for different momentum swings on the, yeah. and like, yeah. you're not going to get somebody, you're, if you're bringing in a Hollywood actor who's just a voice, that's not going to fly for well, most I th- games. I, th- I think it's a generational thing as well. Like if you put a microphone in front of, like, say, James Kahn, who is a great actor, but of the older generation. And so let's say Blizzard said, okay, you're going to be a voice in the, in the next World of Warcraft expansion. Here's a ton of money. Here's a microphone. Read these lines. He would read the lines and he might do a very good job. He's a good actor. Wasn't he but in the Godfather game? This is the same James Bond? He might have been. Yeah, yeah. He was in the Godfather movies. Yeah. And he might, or well, the first one anyway. Don't, sorry, no spoilers. Um, <laughs> he, um, he, might, uh, he might do a good performance, but he's not necessarily going to know like what the fuck Azeroth is or whatever. He's just reading the lines. But as younger actors are coming through, they're growing up with video games. So they'll, yeah. be, they'll, 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 totally. be more, they'll be more cogent uh, about video games, they'll understand them better, and they'll probably be excited to do it. Oh shit! Like I grew up playing, I, I actually want to do a video game. I don't feel like I'm slumming doing a video game. I think is what the, a newer generation of actors how they'll approach it. Yeah, and that was a conversation for a long time with Up at Noon when I'd bring in people, right? Of like, oh no, like like wasn't there a stigma of you know going from TV or movies to video games? No, we're like way if, yeah. if, if, there, if there was any stigma left, Keanu has destroyed it. He crushed Once it. Keanu does something, it's good for anyone to do That's it. True. Uh, Charles Jacobson is the final reader mail question for the day. He wrote in Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games and says. You're bouncing around on these pages. I can't I like keep it. up with you. I like okay. it. I know. Greetings, KFGD. Monday, Greg and Tim discuss Sony acquiring new developers. And while thinking about it, I realized an opportunity which leans into this. What if Sony acquired Konami's video game IPs, possibly excluding P, uh, Pez, uh, as they still have to release a new one? Mainly for two reasons. Metal Gear and Silent Hill. If they're really aiming for hardcore gamers with the PlayStation 5, what better way than to bring back Silent Hill, a series that many people in 2019 might not even know because Konami let die. But do it right. Find an indie team who's made one of the, the one of these successful PT inspired games and let them make it on their own take and take their own take on Silent Hill. Same for Metal Gear. It would be good for Sony to invest in story driven FPS and with the right people behind it, who's to say it couldn't be with Metal Gear? Uh, meanwhile they could snap up Inti Creates and give them full control over Castlevania Contra etc as they've done very well with Me- Mega Man Gunvolt Bloodstained Prequel etc what do you think Charles Jacobson it's too it, it makes sense Charles on the tr- it, it's a pie in the sky it won't happen thing 
Konami's not going to give up these IP because Konami's doing fine with them just sitting on ice. Their pachinko machines and everything else are doing fine. Why give away this? Maybe they'd license it out. I could totally see them licensing out these and yeah. letting Sony do stuff yeah. with it. But that's Metal Gear and Silent Hill. Your Silent Hill thing doesn't hold water for me because, again, what the article was, right, is that Sony is PlayStation 5. They're thinking about uh, scooping up more studios. They're focusing on AAA mach- games for gamers. They're not really supporting indies. So Silent Hill wouldn't be given to an indie. They'd want Silent Hill to be given to another AAA thing right taking those two license them from konami give them to triple a publishers similar to an insomniac spider-man deal great and then that's why i also think it doesn't make sense for them to go to inti creates and be like here's castlevania contra etc because those aren't those are more indie titles granted bigger ip but indie titles that playstation apparently according to what we've heard isn't working out so well i mean i, I agree with you i mean my, my main take on this um is that it's 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 a real tragedy and, and somewhat preposterous that some of the biggest franchises in, in, in modern video games. Think about it. Like you just said, Silent Hill, Metal Gear, Contra, Mega Man, Castlevania are just sitting around dormant, fallow for years, perhaps generations, because Konami have made a, have found a better way to make money with pachinko machines. And that's fine. Their, their job as the company yeah, right. is to make you money. Your IP, do but it's a real shame for games. So why not make even more money and license these properties out to people that will uh, be good stewards of them and take good care of them and we could have new Metal I'm Obviously Metal Gear is a tricky one because Metal Gear without Kojima, there's a whole other issue there. What does that even look like? Sure. But, uh, but just, but but like just generally. But. What? But. What? I'm what? PlayStation. What? PlayStation 5. I want AAA games. I want to buy studios. Cool. Uh, Kojima Productions, we would like to buy you and make you a first-party studio. Great. Konami, we would like to license the IP oh, for Metal Gear. Oh, you put the two Thank together. You. There you go, Kojima oh, Productions. Oh, you're Everybody runs, they carry Shuhei Yoshida around on their shoulders for a year. Don't you think Kojima would probably just say no? I don't you think he's, I, he's I, moved on. After everything that's happened, yeah, I think I definitely think that they'd be like, we want to buy your studio, and Kojima would be like, get the fuck out of here. I think he's probably really enjoying being an independent right now. Uh, you'd make, I would think so, yeah. yeah, I would think so. All right. Anything else? No, time to squat up. Okay. This is where you write in to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. You give me your name, username, platform of choice, why you need help in a video game. I read here. The best friends come and find you, and everybody plays them there, Vigi Games, together. Griffin needs help on Twitter. His name on Twitter is Griffy D-Pad. G-R-I-F-F-I-D-Pad. Uh, hi-ho, Greg and Gary. I'm heading to Austin bright and early tomorrow for RTX and would love to hang with some awesome, kind of funny best friends. My Twitter DMs are always open, so best friends hit me up. There are also a few truly evil Mario Maker levels that I'd like to post on Twitter, and more are coming soon. So, if you're up to that, be forewarned. Seriously, I hope to hang out with some of y'all awesome humans at RTX, and I look forward to seeing all of kind of funny there. That's Griffy D-Pad on. Twitter, Twitter. I've really been enjoying watching uh, Andy playing uh, Mario Maker it's level. Really Some of these rage quits. You guys are, are making are some great Twitch content right now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he and I, we raid each other's channels. It goes back It'd and forth. It'd be awesome if great. they were like, yeah, if team players and made it for us. Yeah. That'd be really great. That'd be really cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. God forbid. If Greg, you know, if I don't do it around here, it doesn't happen yeah. in terms of content. Yeah. You do a lot of work. I'm not saying you don't do work. You know what I mean? But I mean, like Andy or that is, God forbid he streams for our fucking channel. Yeah. Remember, you only get one Amazon Prime subscription. Give it to Kind of Funny Vids. Uh, actually, Kind of Funny Games. I don't even know our own Twitch channel. Ah, time for You're Wrong. This is where people watching live go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. I usually don't put in misdates because I could put them anywhere, but since it's the end of the week, I have to. Nanobiologist points out that the Assassin's Creed Odyssey final DLC, Judgment of Atlantis, will be released on July 1st. For all, wait, why? Wait, wasn't that? Yeah, it was yesterday. Two I don't days, understand. It's two days ago. Well, get the fuck out of here, Nanobiologist. With that. My wife will be interested. She might not know that. I'll have to tell her about Nanobiologist that. Nanobiologist comes back and says the CG movie for Final Fantasy 15 was called Kingsglaive. Thank you very much. Uh, Matt the Wab says Yuri Lowenthal voiced Spidey in Insomniac Spider Man, not Josh Keaton. That's a great call. I was saying like Insomniac, then I said like Josh Keaton. Right, he, right, he, right. he read my mind on what I was trying to do. And he there. was great. Yuri, uh, Yuri was, was amazing. Was I love terrific. Yuri. He's probably going to see this clip and be very offended that I forgot. And then, but he knows I love Josh too. It's, it's tough. I love too many Spider-Men. You know how it is? Too many Spider-Men in my love. Somebody uh, pointed out on Twitter today, there are, we now live in a world where, where there are three Spider-Man 2s. God what, bless it. What is going Perfect. on? Uh, the nanobiologist says, Gary said Konami made Mega Man, but that was Capcom. Oh, sorry. Well, he put Mega Man on the list, so I threw. I, I, I got, that, got that wrong. All the others are Konami, though. Yeah, he, Mega Man was in the question, so I understand what happened. And then nanobiologist, you're wrong himself, and says the DLC is coming out the 16th. So there you go, July oh, 16th. okay, all right. So two, weeks, next two weeks from now. The next piece of Fate okay. of Atlantis. Ladies and gentlemen, 
That's been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Your last one for the week. There's no show tomorrow because it's 4th of July. And there's no show Friday because all of Kind of Funny is going to RTX. If you are going to RTX, please come see us Friday for our signing. Then come see us Saturday for our two panels. Kind of Funny, we need your sub more than Funhouse at 2 p.m. Michael Jones and Greg Miller. Let's see what happens at 5.30 p.m. And I also want to point out, if you're not going to RTX and you're hungry for more of this Kind of Funny the unique brand of humor. I will not be taking a day off like these fucking schmoes. I will be broadcasting <laughs> this unique brand of humor. That have kind <laughs> the, of funny. You can get pretty straight market free. You, you know, some people. Some people have said that I uh, that I really go after you. So oh, you should do like Widow Games Daily. I, didn't, I would never step no. on your toes, Greg. Yeah. It's all one big happy family around here. Plus, you would crush me like a bug. I would. I, I would. I, I I feel like that would really bring out like I've never seen like the mean side of you, and I never want to because I feel like it would terrify me. Sure. I, I don't know if you even have one, but if you do, oh, I never I do. want to see oh, it. Um, oh, Twitch.tv slash Gary Witter will be brought casting tomorrow uh, maybe today tomorrow and Friday we'll have a special guest on Friday Ooh. the channel is growing uh, you want me to just tell you who it is yeah. uh, uh, legendary screenwriter John August will be joining us on the show uh, yeah. the, the, the writer of uh, Disney's Aladdin which is in theaters right now wow. I had a lot of people ask me about uh, what's a good what's good screenwriting software for like people that, that are joining that are just getting into the business that want to want to dabble in screenwriting but you don't want to spend a lot of money something that's free or cheap well John is an expert on that subject he actually makes his own screenwriting software for writers to use uh, as well as being a, a tremendous screenwriter in his own right and he'll be on the show on Friday talking about and giving recommendations awesome. for how writers can get started uh, using, using the right software uh, 4 p.m. Pacific Friday. Is that your day? Is that your time now for? No, I usually, like I said, I usually broadcast. I've done a couple of daytime streams, but I typically broadcast uh, after the kids gone to bed. So usually I come on out around eight and okay. go to like eleven or twelve. It's usually like an evening stream. Sure. Um, but I, you know, with, with the holiday weekend, who knows what's going to happen? It's getting crazy over at Gary's house. Everybody, it's kicking off. I'm telling Twitch. you. Twitch.tv/slash Gary Witter. Yeah. But again, give us the prime sub because you can't take them yet. <laughs> Because I mean, one day he's going to be able to, and I realize you're going to give him. You're going to put Andy out of business, which is good for I don't me. Know what again. You're I can tell. God I forbid anybody come in and just be like, "Hey, I'd like to stream for kind of funny." When you guys aren't streaming, here's the plan: uh, how you could pay me more, and we would, and here we would do it. Wait, 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 w